This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. I wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, July 14th. We were on vacation for a week, but we are back with all new episodes. Apparently, somebody decided to uh, call at the very wrong time but uh in any case we are back had a nice vacation tony i know you went to nebraska for part of the time how was that oh it was great i went and got to see my little nephew anders adorable um got to see my friends mike and Lacey, or i should say our friends and my little niece annabella so yeah it was a great time it was a brief trip uh Missed out on the swansons unfortunately it was so short but other than that yeah i worked uh, the rest of the week I just got to have a nice long weekend, so very cool. Uh, yeah, we it was did, a good, good little getaway. Nice, nice. We did a little bit of a staycation, stayed at home, did a few things, and then later in the week we hit up uh, Virginia City, which, for those of you who uh, aren't in this uh, northern Nevada area, is an old mining town, sort of a, a throwback to the old west. And then we spent uh, a good portion of the weekend in Lake Tahoe. I know one of your favorite places. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Love Lake Tahoe. My favorite part of being home. Uh, well, one of the many things, obviously not just that, but it's definitely one of the big things I look forward to when I go back home. Yeah, it was beautiful. The water, water was freezing cold. It always is. I can't get into the water at Lake Tahoe. Just too cold for me. <laughs> yeah. Did you see uh, the celebs that were there this weekend for the golf tournament? No, no. We were yeah. just at the beach. We didn't do any golfing. I was going to say Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey were there. They were on a boat together with their girlfriends and Travis Kelsey jumped in and they're like, how was the water? Oh my God, it's cold. So to watch a grown NFL player jump into the lake and then come out all like, Oh my God, that's cold. (laughs) It it speaks volumes. How cold? Cause you know, Travis Kelsey is such a badass, you know, and he's all tough. Yeah. Oh, put you, I don't blame him. Put you down for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we had a wonderful weekend, great vacation week, but we are back. A brand new episode. So let's go ahead and kick things off with a question that I have uh, pretty much every day. Tony, can you think of a time where uh, life imitated art as far as films go? You know, maybe something happened that was very similar to a film that, uh, you know, was just uh, a little too weird to almost be real. Yeah, contagion going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Outbreak. 
Yeah, our outbreak, yeah. So uh, I would have to say definitely that that's the thing that comes to my mind based on everything going on in today's uh, climate. Uh, there has been no state puff marshmallow man that I know of. And uh, so, yeah, I'd have to go with that. Okay, I'd, I'd say that is absolutely fair. Well, here's another example. So a huge manhunt for a camouflage-wearing maniac who disarmed four officers at gunpoint has entered its second day in Germany. Around 100 officers are combing Germany's black forest with the help of special forces, helicopters, and sniffer dogs in search for Ives Etienne Rausch, age 31. On Sunday morning, Rausch suddenly and completely unexpectedly pulled a gun on police officers who carried out an ID check on him in a hut near Oppenau, Germany. He made the police hand over their weapons before running away. German media have dubbed Rausch, who officers fear is carrying a bow and arrow... Forrest Rambo. <laughs> he doesn't look like Rambo, but uh, <laughs> you think back to the movie, it's, it's pretty close. Police in Oppenau warned local residents to stay at home and not pick up any hitchhikers. Authorities said Roush is carrying several firearms and is known to be violent. Four officers were sent to a hut in the forest on Sunday morning following reports of a suspicious man. Uh, I would say anybody living in a hut in a forest would probably be suspicious. The suspect cooperated at first, but suddenly threatened them with a firearm, leaving the officers no time to react to the dangerous situation. The man made the officers hand over their weapons before running away, presumably taking their firearms with them. So a real-life Rambo is lost in the Black Forest of Germany. So uh, if you do happen to live in that area, stay inside, be safe, and watch out for a uh, crazy bald-headed dude with a weird goatee. Oh, yeah, this would have been a great, great time. Not saying that it's never great to not have Ryan. We miss you, buddy. Can't wait to have you back on the show sometime. But in the meantime, this would have been a good opportunity for a Sylvester Stallone impersonation that I cannot do. So. Yeah, I think you tried last Monday, and it, 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 was, yeah. it was bad. So I'm not going to do it today. So That's I'm just okay. going to give... Uh, Give props and credit to uh, Ryan for how well he does his. That's right. <laughs> you, you stick with the Schwarzenegger, he'll take care of the Stallone. There you go. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be <laughs> one of those days where I'm tripping over myself. All right, folks. Well, we do have a great show lined up for you today. It is a Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday! We have Rank It With Tony, as we do each and every Tuesday. We have Human Body Hacks. We'll explain more about that when we get it. Uh, call-in topic today is the worst knockoff foods. We have twisted movie synopsises, synopses, however you say it. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Uh, on uh, Pop Culture Kaboom, it took me literally a month to get the word synopsis down. I butchered that every time I had to put it in syllables so I didn't screw it up. But right, and when you make it plural, it's synopsis. that much harder. But, yeah, synopsises. Synopses. <laughs> We have this day in history, and when we come back, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. 
And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, July 14th. Now, we've set up a a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners, an opportunity to call in, leave a message about anything whatsoever. You can tell us how you missed us. You can tell us what we may have missed over the last week. Um, uh, You can tell us how we're screwing up as we're trying to get our footing back (laughs) under us because, uh, you know, it's been a week and it's it's a lot of juggling to get this show going. But uh, that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Keep it entertaining. We'll compile all those together and put them out in a future show. We need probably three or four more in order to uh, make that a full segment. Now, it is the second segment of the show, and as we do each and every day, Tony is here with the entertainment news. All right, everybody. It is Tuesday, July 14th. I'm going to hit you with the Filippo Fast Five, which is five headlines that don't need to have the articles read. It's actually going to be five and a half today. Um, Actress Kelly Preston passed away of breast cancer at 57. She was married to John Travolta, and they had three kids. Well, two kids, but one passed away at a young age, too. So sad. it's going to be sad news right out the gate. Then we'll get into the fun stuff. Uh, Naya Rivera, who rose to fame on the TV show Glee, died at 33. She had one little kid. She drowned in a lake over the weekend, unfortunately. And then late last night, this is the half part, Grant Imahara of Mythbusters passed away at 49. Imahara. Imahara? Yep. Imahara. Unfortunately, yeah, he passed away as well. So they go in threes, and there's three. Um, Tom Bergeron, his name is hard to say, even if I wasn't trying to butcher it or Filippo it. But uh, he is no longer going to be the host of Dancing with the Stars after 15 years on the show. And there is a little bit of an outrage, like people are not going to be watching it anymore. I didn't even know it still was on after 15 years. Uh, Cooper Hefner, son of the late Playboy mogul Hugh Hefner, is launching an exploratory campaign in California State Senate race. Okay. Um, And then lastly, the Washington Redskins are no more. The team is retiring the name and logo. However, no name was announced at this time. That would be probably more of a story. So... If you guys want to chime in on the Phoenix line or the Phoenix page, you know, if you follow football, drop in uh, some uh, names you might think might fit Washington's football team. But yeah, officially yesterday, they totally fumbled the whole press release there. Oh, uh, did they? They kept, oh, it was like the header was the Washington Redskins announced the end of the team <laughs> and it had the logo. And they mentioned the team like six times. So for those out there that don't follow football, um, that has been a uh, an offensive name to the Native American people. Um, and I am just reporting the news. I don't mean to offend anybody by saying it, but uh, that was the name of the football team. It no longer exists as of Monday. So moving on from the Fast Five, it's time for the real entertainment news. Maverick is a machine. Disney gets cheeky with Wolverine. Put the blindfolds back on. Ozzy is a Ghostbuster. And who is your father at the box office? This is the news. Hasbro reveals Transformers X Top Gun figure Maverick more than meets the need for speed. Hasbro's latest announcement continues its recent theme of crossover Transformer figures with the latest mashing of two more excellent 1980s properties, Transformers and Top Gun. 
The new robot, Maverick, is a classic F-14 Tomcat in alternate mode and a volleyball-playing <laughs> naval avatar in robot mode. Seriously. One of Maverick's included accessories is a volleyball for complete beach action. Maverick comes with two extra hands for beach volleyball. This is not a joke either. And a screen-inspired miniature motorcycle accessory. The helmet is based on the design from the upcoming Top Gun Maverick movie, so it spans time to create a cohesive bond between the Top Gun and Transformers of the 1980s and the newest trend of Transformers slash 80s property mashups. At the start of July, Hasbro revealed Gigawatt! No, it's Gigawatt. I did it again. Yep. The Time Machine Autobot, based on the 1985 classic Back to the Future. Pre-orders for the Transformer Top Gun figure go up at 10 a.m. Pacific time today. And this one will cost a little more. This one will be $49.99. Um, I know the Transformer one looked just awesome and sold out real quick. Um, this one looks really cool, too. I mean, if you're a Top Gun fan, uh, what do you think, being a big Transformer guy and a Top Gun fan yourself? Well, anything limited edition is just going to fly. I mean, that uh, Back to the Future one, I was looking to uh, pick that up um, probably for resale just because... Uh, they go for a pretty penny on eBay, but uh, I like the crossovers. I like the movie crossovers, and, uh, you know, there's no reason they couldn't. There are so many iconic vehicles throughout movie history that uh, they could keep doing this for years. Yeah, I think it's really cool, and it all started really last year with the Ghostbusters one, right? That mm -hmm. was the first uh, crossover, and uh Back to the Future was huge, so it's really cool that uh, the Transformers uh, has gone up. But I'll put that up on our Facebook page. If you're interested, you can follow the link. Um, on to other entertainment news. Disney Plus finally has added X-Men to their lineup, live action. They added X-Men Days of Future Past, and guess what? They leave Hugh Jackman's bare butt uncensored, ladies. <laughs> you can see some cheeks on Disney Plus. Um X-Men Days of Future Past has arrived, and it's a family-friendly streaming platform that took a bit of heat back in April as they edited Daryl Hannah's Naked Bottom in 1984 movie Splash. Hmm. Now Disney Plus and Butts are making the news again, but this time it's Hugh Jackman's bare butt as Wolverine was left intact in Days of Future Past. Oh, Jackman yeah. <laughs> Jagman himself shared the picture with his butt covered up by an emoji along with other images from the film on Instagram along with the message Days of the Future Past becomes the first movie to air on Disney Plus Uncensored. That was my future but let's be honest, it's more like my past. And it wouldn't be a Jackman post without a lovable response from Ryan Reynolds who wrote excited for them to do the same for Deadpool. It's time children knew. Hashtag samesies. <laughs> So uh, the movie also has notably one F-bomb as most of the later X-Men films squeaked in one F-bomb just for shock's sake. So uh, um, being a big fan of X-Men to me, this is huge that they finally have uh, X-Men on there. And if, in my opinion, this is the best one of all of them, actually. It tied them all together. Should have been the final of them. I think this would have yes. been the best way to wrap up the entire Fox X-Men series. But uh, nonetheless, if you're looking for some cheeky fun, go to Disney Plus, check out Days of Future Past. All right, Chris, get your blindfold ready, as if wearing a mask wasn't bad enough sometimes. <laughs> get Netflix is developing a Bird Box sequel. 
Upon its release, Bird Box is one of Netflix's most watched original movies, so it's no surprise that they'd want to follow up. The film starred Sandra Bullock. Oh, jeez. Bullock. Louise Butcher. I, it's, I know it's Bullock, but uh, Bullock is what I read because I'm. it's a Tuesday and I've got to Filippo some stuff. As a woman who tries to protect herself and two children from supernatural entities that make people who look at them go insane and kill themselves. Cheery. Uh, while speaking with Inverse, writer Josh Mallorum confirmed that Netflix is developing a sequel, which will be based on the book Mallory, his upcoming novel. Well, don't know why they wrote that twice, but there you go. Mallory opens at the School for the Blind, which is the movie is where the movie ends. Then it jumps a few years later, and it really takes off 10 years after that. I can't say much, but I can say that it's in development. Sometimes it's weird, all the secrecy, but I'm game. So the synopsis for Mallory is basically 12 years after Mallory and her children rode up the river safely, a blindfold is still the only thing that stands between sanity and madness. One glimpse of the creatures will make a person do unspeakable violence. Um, I'm not going to read the whole synopsis of it, but nonetheless, the sequel of the book uh, takes place 10 years after it. It'll be out July 21st. So you can check out the synopsis. I'll share it on our page because it's awfully long. Yeah, Bird Box um, 2 was the sequel that nobody saw coming. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, had, had to get one in. Ready for your own pun. I did. So, uh, a new TV show will be coming out uh, starring Ozzy Osbourne and family. Um, the legendary Ozzy will and his family have a new TV show coming, and it's not just any other reality show. This time, Ozzy, his wife Sharon, and their son Jack are digging into the paranormal. Okay. <laughs> The show is called The Osbournes Want to Believe, not to be confused with, oh, they were trying, where I got this article, they have their own TV series, uh, We okay. Want to Believe. So um, on the show, Jack will be trying to convince his parents the shocking clips of paranormal activity. During each episode, he shows Ozzy and Sharon clips of, uh, I can't say that word, that might, the parano- I'm just going to say the phenomena. I okay. think that's what I'm supposed to say. Might include Bigfoot, UFOs, poltergeists, creepy dolls, and unexplained apparitions. Ozzy and Sharon will review and critique each of the unvarnished commentary, and reactions will fuel the program. Uh, for me, this might actually be kind of a hoop just to watch on YouTube or something. Could you imagine, Ozzy? I said, bloody go, I'm not going to cuss because I won't get formed, but it's a bloody go, it's a UFO. <laughs> can't understand anything on that but uh yeah what do you think man osborne's <sighs> want to believe i i think it's it's just more garbage in a pool of garbage there's so much tv out there and there's so many good shows that who's gonna have time to really watch that yeah no like i said quick ufo or quick ufo clips youtube clips will be great watching ozzy talk about ufos that was hard to get out. <laughs> and finally, in the entertainment news today, the box office still exists. It's not launched yet, but what a day wouldn't be without me mentioning the word box office. Uh, this week, any guesses who the number one was? I know, so I'll let you. Uh, okay. Yep. All right. Well, based on my little tease. It's not 1980. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Now, the Empire Strikes Back was the number one movie. It earned $644,000, wow. which is still pretty impressive. Uh, and it was also up there along with Jurassic Park and Ghostbusters. And what's really been cool over the last like month is 
It's been uh, Star Wars. It's been Jurassic Park for three weeks. It's been Empire Strikes Back. It's been Back to the Future. So it's really cool in the short term during uh, this crisis that uh, the classics are still making a run. But uh, I still have yet to go. Um, the theaters here in Fort Collins are still not open. So Same uh, here. I haven't been since Impractical Jokers back in March. Wow. But, which, by the way, good movie. Uh, well, funny, more, more entertaining on demand if you get a chance to watch it. But that's it for entertainment news. Let's roll on to the birthdays today. It's my birthday! Woo! The dance skills are still really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, today's birthday is Connor McGregor, 31 years old, Jane Lynch. 59 years old. <laughs> She's funny, by the way, in that role model. <laughs> role mo- yep. Math- Matthew Fox, who played Jack Shepard in uh, Lost, is 53. Mark LaMonaco, a.k.a. Bubba Ray Dudley, wrestler, 48. Daryl Revis, who used to have his own island. He apparently was a lockdown, shutdown corner. He doesn't huh. play anymore, but he's 34. Kyle Gass, one half of Tenacious D, is 59. Double J, Jeff Jarrett, wrestler, 52. And the worst Freddy Krueger in history, Jackie Earl Haley, is 58 years old. That's the birthday. And that's my dad, Freddy. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the Entertainment Report. When we come back, Tony's going to take us through another edition of Rank It. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, July 14th. First day back from a nice, well-deserved vacation. We are all over social media, and uh, many of you watching us online right now at Facebook uh, Live, some on YouTube Live, but we can, uh, you can get a hold of us on social media. I'm telling you, we're getting our feedback under us. Like, looking for the words, words are hard. <laughs> words are hard, it, especially when you've been off for like over a week. It's really hard to get your footing back under. Yeah. It's like you're going to... You're going to have the hiccups like you would launching a new show. Exactly. But uh, we'll get it right. In any case, we are available on social media. You can reach me at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F. Radio, of course, with an R. Or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. And Ryan, who's taking a little time off, we expect to see him probably next week at Facebook.com forward slash Ryan.Wink or on Instagram at NamesWink. Now, being that it is Tuesday, and while there's not two of us to go into the uh, arena to face off against one another, Tony is here to take us through another rendition of Rank It. Oh yeah, it's another episode of Rank It. This is actually one of my favorite segments for sure. Um, What I want to say, guys, is if you 
chime in on the Phoenix line. If I see your suggestions, I will give you a thumbs up if you're right, but you can participate on the ranker. It's just really for Chris right now because he's in studio, but feel free if you guys are watching live to join in. And I like it. You know, it's me it's against it. you guys, the listeners, and I promise yeah. I will not look at the Facebook comments, so I'll go ahead yes. and cover that up so I'm not cheating. And now I'm looking at the actual Christian Phoenix page, not just my own stream, so I'll be able to see all of it. So you guys chime in. I think those watching will find this one a rather easy one, maybe. We'll find out. But we'll today's see. Rank It segment is the best Saturday morning cartoons for mid-80s through 90s. Mm, mid-80s through 90s. All right. Well, I have to start out with one that I set the VCR. Yes, a VCR, for those of you kids that uh, don't know what it is, was a cassette about this big with magnetic tape. (laughs) And uh, we had one that had a little timer on it. And I set it uh, every Saturday for 10 a.m. I'm talking about X-Men, the animated series. X-Men, one of the best, one of the best shows from the 80s. But guess what, Chris? Not on the list. Guess what, Chris? Coronavirus! <laughs> 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 yep. It's on the list. It's number 14, though. It's just not top 10, which Boy. is bogus. Now, remember, this is Ranker. So, uh, but X-Men, fantastic show. I agree with you. This should be in the top 10. I agree. All right, so if we're talking 80s, and let's talk about something that you had mentioned in the entertainment report, my favorite franchise of all time, cartoon series, toys, Transformers. Transformers, robots in disguise. Number 11. You missed what? it by one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, this should be easy, but it's Ranker. Hi, Leone. Chime in on your best uh, cartoon here. Thanks okay. for tuning in. Being that it's Ranker and that uh, most of these rankers are filled out by people not of our era who didn't <laughs> grow up in the 80s and 90s watching watching Saturday morning cartoons. My guess is that they probably put Pokemon on there. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. Pokemon is not on there, sir. Well, maybe that was too late. Sur- surprisingly, not even in the top 30. Interesting. Yeah. Probably early 2000s. In any case, let's move on. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Ooh, real good one. Real good one. I definitely would have said that. Well, I didn't didn't honk you yet, but I didn't honk you now. That's number 18 on the list. Are the top 10 justifiable based on these... (laughs) <laughs> wonderful answers that I've been well, given so far. Well, there are when when you know them, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, because you gotta remember 80s and 90s. There's some like that are in the top 10 that I would have put something like Transformers ahead of for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like the number 10 answer I wouldn't have put in the top 10. I would have put that one uh, top 20, but definitely not number 10. Okay. Uh, so there's a lot of good ones. I'm not telling you there's a lot of good cartoons that didn't make the top 10. So uh, just to test the waters, you know, in my mind, this is always Disney afternoon, but they may have included in Saturday morning cartoons. 
DuckTales. Woohoo! You want me to you want me to you want me to do You want me to beep you? Babu or Frick? Do you want one of these? Hey, DuckTales. Number one answer. And it wasn't a Saturday morning cartoon. It wasn't. That's the problem. It was a Disney afternoon show. So That's uh, where the problem lies. Yeah. It, well, they advertise this as Saturday morning cartoons, but it's more just cartoons. Because there's a lot of shows on here that would be afternoon shows more so than mornings. There are morning ones, but most of them are afternoon. Okay. Uh, sticking with... The Disney thing. Now you're gonna get. Now you're gonna get rolling. Yep. Now that you know that, yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Ch -ch -ch Chippendale. <laughs> Number six. Rescue Rangers. Again, Disney afternoon, not Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it was not Saturday morning cartoon. Nope. I, I, we we should file a grievance with the folks at Ranker. Um, yes. Along those same lines, I'm going to say Darkwing Duck. Let's get dangerous. It didn't make top 10. It actually ended up. Where did I see that little guy? He's number 12. Okay. Should be. Should be top 10, though, since they were going with this. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, let's say Smurfs. Oh, that. See, that's a legit Saturday morning cartoon. Right? Legit. It's number 19. But that was a legit Saturday morning cartoon. I remember right. watching it. Right. Yeah. Let's go with my second favorite action cartoon of all time and say Thundercats. Ho! Number nine. Number nine. All right. So I've got what? Three or four? Three. You've got Thundercats, Chippendale, and DuckTales. And DuckTales. All right. Um, boy. I have no faith in this list right now. Um, no, there's going to be two of them on the list where you're like, hey, all right, Melissa chimed in. Hey, Arnold, Rocket Power, Cat Dog, Melissa. <laughs> all three good guesses, but did not make the top 10 list. I'll How give you a shout out. Hi from Salem, Oregon. <laughs> How about uh, Animaniacs? Ooh, that's a good one. That is number four. <laughs> you know, it's uh, funny. Did you know that the voice of Wacko does the voice of Br'er Rabbit on Splash Mountain? I did not know that. The only reason why I know is this weekend I watched Song of the South, uh, the, the worst Disney movie ever made. It was terrible. It was pretty bad. Terrible. Oh. All right. Bad. All right. I think I've got time for one more before you take us through that top 10. Mm -hmm. um, let's, I'm going to say Muppet Babies. <laughs> Remember that time we met Miss Piggy at the Reno Pop I do. Chicago? Yep. Uh, good, good guess because that was a Saturday morning cartoon. But Christian, that's number 23 on the list, brother. So let's go down to see what did we miss because this list while it was a fun interactive list it's kind of a poopy butt list so <laughs> number 10 the jetsons that was 70s I yeah i know but it shows that it as 80s. number 10 i know see i don't agree with that one thundercats was number nine 
Inspector Gadget was number eight. Okay. That was a legit 80s cartoon. Uh, Scooby-Doo was seven. Again, 60s and 70s. Yeah, yeah. It's just that shouldn't have been at the top ten. Chippendale Rescue Rangers was number six. Pinky and the Brain was number five. That was going to be my next guess. Yeah, Animaniacs was four. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number three. The greatest one, the legit one, number three. Tiny Toon Adventures, again, not Saturday morning. It was an afternoon show, number two. And DuckTales, number one. That was Rank It with Tony, where we pull ranking lists from Ranker that end up not being quite accurate. Uh, (laughs) But, like, there was some legit ones they missed out on. Alvin and the Chipmunks was 13. Batman the Animated Series, which was afternoon, was 15. Garfield and Friends, 16. Uh, Gargoyles was 20. Rugrats, 21. But uh, G.I. Joe was 24. How in the hell was G.I. Joe 24? I didn't make the list, but I reported. Tailspin was 25. Well, folks, we're going to head into a commercial break, and during this three minutes, I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to the folks over at Ranker because that list was just not right. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we have human body hacks. Woo! Find out more in just a little bit. See you guys. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, July 14th. And as our announcer so uh, generously suggested, if you guys missed a portion of the show and need to catch up on any of the previous shows, head on over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast link, Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and you can get all of the audio and video you need there. Or head over to wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, that way we know how we're doing. And as always, tell your friends, because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment, wanted to talk about uh, something I stumbled across, uh, actually a conversation I was having with Jesse a, a couple days ago about how the body is just a, an amazing thing. You know, when you sleep at night, it repairs itself. It does things that you couldn't even comprehend on a microscopic level. And uh, with that, I pulled up a list of body hacks, things that you can do to solve a problem to survive but i uh, wanted to go through those and uh, get your input tony on uh you know what you think and i know that you are an avid gym goer and so uh, some of these might even help you out perfect all right so number one uh, if you ever find yourself in a situation maybe like uh naya rivera where you're out in the middle of the water and uh, have no way to get back, well, instead of treading water and tiring yourself out, float on your back by arching your spine and pushing your hips up toward the sky. Spread your limbs out and use small movements with your arms to stabilize and contemplate life at the same time. So, uh, yeah, much easier than treading water and would be a great survival mechanism if you ever find yourself out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, you won't catch me in the middle of the ocean, sorry. 
<laughs> no thanks. Duh. Like it's just one of those things. Like the deep water. Like I'll be on a boat, but swimming wise, no, no, I'm good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, number three, there's no scientific evidence behind or no explanation. It just says water should be the first thing you put into your body each day. Again, don't know why, but uh, sounds like a pretty good advice. It, I listen to it daily. <laughs> Here's something I know you do daily, and uh, you picked up from uh, Costco when they had them. To make pooping easier, elevate your knees and feet so you're in a squatting position, or just go out and buy a squatty potty. Squatty potty, it rocks. But, um, I actually got it from a uh, from the girls in my old membership department. They uh, got it as a as a gag gift for me, and uh, I ain't gonna lie, I use it and it it works well. I, I hope mean, I hope they didn't get it as a return. Uh, no, 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 they actually <laughs> bought one. Yeah, that's that's the beautiful thing at Costco is they uh, are not going to uh, resell the used ones. So Good. not on purpose. I, I'm sure sometimes something sneaks out there, but it, it's uh, it doesn't happen too often. Good, good. And uh, the commercials for the Squatty Potty were fantastic. I don't see them as oh, much we're... anymore, but they were all over my Facebook, Instagram feed. And if you remember, it was the Poopin' Unicorn. Oh, it was great. It was uh, one of the best commercials uh, with the with the king, and it was pooping the rainbows. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> I think we might have to do a, uh, a best TV commercials uh, call-in yes. topic. There's a future one. We'll drop it in the uh, suggestion bank, which, by the way, everybody watching, thank you so much. If you guys ever think of fun topics you want us to discuss, you know, uh, call the Phoenix line or drop it in the uh, – the comments and we'll uh, take note of that. It's always good to have extra ideas out there. Exactly. Exactly. This next one is a great hack for those who uh, might be feeling a little bit down during everything that we're going in. So if you're feeling depressed or just thoroughly upset, you can have a snack. Dark chocolate helps raise endorphins. Blueberries raise serotonin. Green tea, which contains L-theanine that blocks stress receptors to your brain. Anything rich in B vitamins like 5-Hour Energy, Vitamin Water, or Banana Chips uh, as B vitamins replenish energy that's sapped when you're depressed. So some good uh, snacks if you're, you're feeling a little blue. I'm going to need to have those on hand nightly. Nightly. <laughs> <laughs> I go in with a kick-ass attitude and I leave with my ass kicked. There you go. Yeah. Uh, chocolate and blueberries, Tony. Just pack it and snack on it through the day. <laughs> good good to know. Keep the smile alive. The smile is alive in the morning and by the end of the night it's dead. <laughs> it's beaten out of you. Yeah, mentally and physically. All right. Here's one for those of you with a, a strong gag reflex. Take it as you wish. Squeezing your left thumb into your palm can help cut off your gag reflex. Who knew? Hmm. Might Good. be worth trying out. <laughs> Don't plan on gagging on anything, but uh, <laughs> if I eat something so bad that I gag on, I'll try to remember that. So you just say, so you like grip your palm? Is that is that what you do? Yeah, you shove your thumb into the palm and you squeeze, and apparently it works. <clears throat> oh, I feel so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> here's one that i suffer from if you have stuffed up nostrils lay on the side which is opposite to the nostril so if the left nostril is plugged lay on your right side and vice versa try tilting your head in different ways and just lay there once you find the right head orientation the pressure will relieve itself 
That's good to know. That's a good fun hack. I figured it was just going to shift the snot that's blocking. It's just going to kind of travel around a little more. I don't know why you need the visual for that. That's so right. weird to see the second delay of this. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> or the three-second delay. <laughs> Here's one that's good for probably the next couple of weeks as we're uh, experiencing a little bit of a heat wave here in Nevada. When you're hot, pour cold water over your wrists to cool your body off. The reason this remedy works is because your wrist and neck both contain pulse points, areas where you can feel your pulse because your blood vessels are close to the surface of your skin. Might be worth checking out. Yeah, that's actually uh, not a bad idea. I'll do that sometimes. I was playing basketball with my niece this weekend, and it got really hot, and I took some of the water, and I started putting it like right here on my wrist and then my arms. And she's like, why are you wasting water, Uncle Tone? And I'm like, because I'm not. <laughs> but, it, but it like cools you down, not, not yeah. fully, but at least it temporarily gives you that uh, relief uh, when you are burning up. So Yeah, maybe use some hose water instead of drinking water. Yeah, <clears throat> well, it wasn't very good drinking water. So it was Probably okay. Arrowhead. Yeah, <laughs> it was about on par with Arrowhead. Okay. <laughs> Here's something I discovered on my own. If you need to get up in the middle of the night, one eye closed uh, so that when you flip on the lights, it stays attuned to night vision. That way you still can see in the dark with the other eye when you're done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and again, it's something that, uh, you know, you get up in the middle of the night, it makes sense, you know. You keep one eye closed, and then as soon as you flip the lights off uh, again, you open that eye back up, and you're good to go, easier to fall back asleep. <laughs> right, you're like, and I can rest this eye. <laughs> All right, uh, if you are experiencing a panic attack, or you anxious enough to elevate your heart rate, you can hold a cold water bottle to your face between your nose and your cheekbone and hold your breath for 30 seconds to have your body relax itself. Hmm. No, that's a good idea. I do. I haven't had one of those in a long time, but I have had that. My anxiety does get pretty high at times, so my, maybe I have to try that. That's worth a Along shot. Along with my yeah. blueberries chocolate, yeah, you know. That's <laughs> the, the, the new evening routine is... High anxiety, blueberry chocolate. So, so Tony's uh, uh, bug out bag so that, for the evening will have a blueberries chocolate and cold water bottle. That, that'll be me in the corner. I can do this. I am special. I am loved. <laughs> okay, now back to the show. Okay. <laughs> Here's one. I've, I'm one of those people who has to watch what I eat uh, at night for dinner. I can't have like tomato-based products too late because I get reflux at night. Well, uh, if you lie on your left side, it'll help prevent bedtime heartburn after you eat a big meal. And that is something that I've discovered actually works out pretty well. Well, that's good. I mean, as, uh, as we get older, it's weird to see what the uh, body actually you know, tends to not like anymore as much as when we were kids and you could eat pizza and stay up late and you can eat all this stuff and not gain any weight and all that. Exactly. Good times. Now you don't do it. Like last night I had like, I like had a half of a Haagen-Dazs bar because I bought it for my crew. So I had a few left over. I'm like, oh, I haven't had one of these in a while. And like halfway through, I looked at the time. It was almost 11. I'm like, oh, well. And I'd eat this whole bar here. Well, folks, we are headed into our long break. We'll see you guys in about seven minutes for our call-in topic of the worst knockoff foods. See you then.
F it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, July 14th. Hopefully you enjoyed your long break, not just the long break that we took vacation-wise, but also the seven-minute break uh, in between hour one because now we are in hour two. And uh, Tony, how are you holding up on the first day back? Hey, doing good. I didn't have to work last night, so I'm not super exhausted. Um, I do bear with me to our viewers, because I am not going to be getting to bed about till 2.30 or 3 a.m. the next couple nights. We have inventory coming up, and I have some overnighters. So me and the green teeny... Uh, Red Bull are going to be really friendly, and you're going to get a lot of crazy Filippo wings, so stay tuned for that. But today, good. Yeah, Just a little rambly. You asked me a simple question, I rambled. <laughs> what I did there. A little delirium never hurt anybody, and it helps with the comedy value. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hey, I'll be smiling the whole time. We're going to have a good time. It's just great to be back. So I agree. I absolutely agree. Now, we are back, and something we do every day is we invite you guys, the listeners, the viewers, to call in on whatever our call-in topic is. Give us a call, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Even if you are our Rambo camouflage-wearing, <laughs> bow-wielding uh, fugitive out in the Black Forest in Germany, guess what? It's toll-free. It's on our dime. Again, 844 <laughs> Ron Hambo, I'm calling in from the forest. Your show sucks. Okay, bye. <laughs> Uh, at F the you, Ron. Exactly. <laughs> at the end of this segment, again, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Today we are talking about food knockoffs and the worst ones. Now, what got me thinking about this is uh, we went to the grocery store the other day to stock up for our uh, pack of snacks for going to Lake Tahoe. And, uh, you know, as you do, you, you pick up things that you want to munch on, you know, your lunch. And uh, one of the boys grabbed cheese nips instead of cheese its. And uh, it got me thinking, boy, there are some really bad knockoff food brands out there. Some more popular than others. Some are store brands. But I uh, wanted to invite you guys, the callers uh, or the listeners, to call in with your worst knockoff. So uh, for me, you know, cheese nips compared to cheese its, uh, cheese its are by far the pinnacle of the cheese cracker cheese nips are way towards the bottom oh cheese nips were terrible man Oof. They were there's just bad. something about them there's this aftertaste to them like i like cheese it's i don't eat them anymore but when i did i really liked uh the flavor of cheese it's you know good little snack cracker but something about the cheese nips there was just this 
funky taste to them. Uh, oh. what, what I think it is is so uh, cheese. It's used cheddar cheese, and you know they've got that nice baked, you know, light crispy flavor. Whereas cheese nips taste like they almost used American cheese, sort of that plasticized, mm. uh, processed garbage cheese. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, no offense to anyone that likes those craft single cheese. I mean, I'm not knocking Ugh, you or anything, but. But those little, those cheese that comes out of the plastic, disgusting, is the worst cheese in the world. Like, I'm also a cheese snob. Like, I'm all about the Tillamook cheese. Oh, man. It's got to be Tillamook. It's got to be cheddar, too. (laughs) Yeah. And along those lines, on a weird side tangent, I wish more fast food places used cheddar cheese instead of American. Yes. I'd pay more for it. In and out Burger, we're looking at you. Use cheddar cheese. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) What about you, Tone? Any, uh, uh, you know, food knockoffs that uh, just don't hold a candle to the original? Oh, yeah. Um, When we were younger, uh, my mom, she would uh, go to the local uh, canned food grocery store in Carson. And, uh, you know, and instead of buying name brand, she was definitely not a name brand gal to, you know, anything to save money, which is a good thing. I understand it now as an adult, but as a kid, you don't understand why you can't have name brand stuff. It makes sense again, as you get older. Uh, but we used to get toast pop-ups and they were these generic pop tarts. And, uh, I had to Google just to kind of find out and, you know, get that nostalgia feel again. I can remember how terrible these things tasted. Um, obviously Saturday morning cartoon kid, uh, before school, mom would make the pop tarts, but they were the toast pop-ups awful. Now what- they just, you could tell they were super generic. They looked like a pop tart. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, same same premise. I mean, everything about it's the same, but something about that generic fruit inside didn't taste quite right. And for me, I was always a big fan of eating the crust first on Pop-Tarts. Like I loved eating the sides and then I would eat the rest <laughs> of the Pop-Tart. That's just how I would do it. The sides tasted so terrible. They were chalky and just super floury and just now i don't know if you share the sentiment but uh, with pop tarts i think that they need to take the frosting or or, you know the glaze or whatever you call it and take them all the way out to the sides and not leave that little border i like i like the border man oh not me i'm weird like i was telling you off air man i like my jam if i do a pop tart now which they don't hold a candle anymore they don't they don't taste like they used to. They're one of those foods that, unfortunately, young Tony liked. Older Tony doesn't like so much anymore. <laughs> but uh, for me, it was always the uh, it, it was it was the uh, non frosted ones for me, which is weird. But if I did the frosted ones, go figure. The guy that drinks the fruity drinks, it was the pink frosted <laughs> black cherry uh, pop tart. I, I liked them. What are you gonna do? Well, with that shocking news, uh, this is the point where we invite you guys to call in. 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Give us your pick for the worst knockoff foods. When we come back, we open the phone lines to you. Talk to you guys in a few. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. 
That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. And our announcer is on it today with the segment timing. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, July 14th. And as he mentioned, we want you to call in right now. 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. We are talking about the worst food knockoffs. Uh, I talked about cheese nips earlier. Tony was talking about uh, uh, toastum pop-ups. Toastums. <laughs> you know, the only other one that comes to mind, uh, you know, that really affected me as a kid was when we got the Hydrox cookies as opposed to Oreos. And uh, ooh, something about Hydrox, you know, the the, the cookie itself was mealy and, and uh, like powdery and, and the consistency of the, the cream filling was not quite right. And, oh. You know, that that was always a disappointment when you saw the uh, Hydrox in the uh, snack cabinet. <laughs> You're like, no, anything but the Hydrox. <laughs> That's funny is I've never had the Hydrox, but uh, I can picture generic cookies because we would get sometimes the great value version, you know, it wouldn't mm. be quite the Oreo, it'd be the great value. And it wasn't awful, but it wasn't Oreo either. Exactly. Now, when it comes to Oreos, Tony, are you a single stuff, double stuff, or triple stuff kind of guy? Um, God, younger Tony, because yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't like to refer to myself as two different Tonys, but like today, <laughs> I won't eat them at all. I'm not a big really? sweets guy anymore. Well, no, yeah. I, just, I don't oh. have a sweet tooth anymore. But back in the day, I had one, and it was all about the the double and like the one that was covered in chocolate like the yeah what was the that dipped. one called like yo the dip oh they yeah. were awesome Those um were but good. if i had to do it today i would probably since not being a big sweet tooth would be just regular old oreos and yes i used to twist them as a kid i used to twist off <laughs> cream and then eat the cookie um i would probably just eat it normal today i'm not very exciting when it comes to the sweets anymore <laughs> yeah, I was never a twister. Now, I, I love Oreos. I It's no surprise that I have a sweet tooth. But for me, the single stuff, just not enough cream filling. Double stuff is perfect, and triple stuff is too much cream filling. But that's too just much, my opinion. Yeah. Yep. But folks, again, we want to hear from you on the worst knockoff food brands at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. I pulled up a list of some of uh, the Internet's favorite knockoff food brands. Now, everybody's heard of Lay's Potato Chips. Next to Ruffles, they're probably the biggest brand out there. Well, if you can't find Lay's, maybe next time you head over to the store, you can find Jay's Potato Chips. <laughs> Ooh, Ray and Rye with Rob. <laughs> Ray's potato chips, man. It sounds like something you'd get at a gas station on a road trip. More than likely. And, you know, I understand why some of these companies make names that are as close to the name brand as possible, but still, it's never quite the same. Here's one. Tony, um, if I say follow your nose, what comes to I mind? Think, I think Fruit Loops. Yes. Well, uh, maybe with this one, you'll need to follow your snout because you can get fruit rings with their colorful mascot of a dragon. Ooh. Follow the tomato, follow the fire to my loop rings. Ah, I don't know what the <laughs> hell that was. Um, 
Yeah, and I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, when you go to the grocery store, you know, they've got all the name brands, and then they have that one section that has, like, the 18-pound bags of cereal, uh, knockoff cereals, and they're never as good as the original. No, no, this goes back to to childhood Tony. Didn't understand it as a kid. Again, understand it as an adult. We were a little on the poor side, and we didn't always get Honey Nut Cheerios. Sometimes it was Honey Nut Spins, and it was in those weird-ass bags, like – you always knew when mom stopped that part of the grocery store, you're like, mm, just keep going. Like, right. it's got to come in the box. Like, don't grab those damn bags. There's got to be a deal just, on Honey Nut Cheerios. They just, they just didn't taste as good. They just didn't. <laughs> uh. All right, this next one. Boy, if you put uh, Yoda in charge of naming products, that's where you would get this one. No, it's not. I can't believe it's not butter. This product is butter it's not mm. butter it's not terrible i sense mm. and apparently uh, my grandfather made it it's from uh, fred meyer brands <laughs> damn what was your grandpa thinking um, well he was thinking butter it's not <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're in the middle of our call-in topic. We do want to hear from you at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. We're talking terrible knockoff brands. <laughs> Here's one that, uh, again, they, they try to get close to the actual name, but it just doesn't quite sit right. So instead of Hamburger Helper, you can pick up a box of Panburger Partner. Oh, terrible. Alliteration yeah. and all. Why would you buy the generic of that? Because Hamburger Helper was legit cheap. I think it was only like a buck or two a box, unless you're talking 50 cents. And then, again, I understand, but just pay that extra 50 cents and get the legit. The guy with the little – it was the little hand. It was the, the mascot, hand, yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Here's one for you, Tone. Now, next time you're at the store and, you know, the – Pocket change is a little tight. Instead of picking up a Diet Dr. Pepper, you can pick up a Diet Dr. Bob. It's not the sweet one. <laughs> Dr. Bob? Yeah. Get out of here with that crap. There's only one doctor, and it's Pepper, man. Now, where do you fall, on, where do you fall on the Mr. Pibb side of things? Uh, you know, back, if I had to, you know, like at AMC, you know, they didn't, some of them don't have the Diet Dr. Pepper, so when I'd get the fountain drink, I would get the Diet Mr. Pibb, and it wasn't too bad. I would always choose uh, Diet Dr. Pepper versus Pibb, but Pibb's not bad. It, it's not my go-to, but it's an okay alternative. Okay. I would, cho- I would choose Pibb over Dr. Thunder, Dr. Bob, and any other Dr. Dr. K. I think there's <laughs> some other generic bs titles out there do you remember the vending machines that used to have like for a quarter rc cola or uh, yeah <laughs> what was the other yes. one that was a terrible generic one um volt and uh i didn't remember rc was like the ripoff one and i remember working at arby's back in the early 90s or mid 90s and uh that was like the soda of choice that was what they had was rc Ugh. cola and adam Loved it. It was disgusting. It was such a generic soda. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of the generic of the generic, we were talking Oreos. So if you can't afford the Oreos, go to Hydrox. If you can't afford the Hydrox, go to the double-filled cream betweens. <laughs> That's just a bad name for a cookie. Oh. Hey, you want you want any cream betweens? <laughs> Especially like knowing like our sense of humor. No, that's wait, 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 I got a button for that. How about no? No, unbelievably no. Here, here's another one with the uh, unfortunate name. So, uh, you know, maybe you can't find Nutella on the shelf. Well, pick up a jar of Nutmaster. <laughs> are you? Are you kidding me? No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> Oh my god and folks if you wa- I'm, in, I'm in tears like i would hell not try that no if you don't believe How about no if you guys don't believe me i will be posting this on our facebook page so you guys can see for yourself it is unreal some of these things so uh yeah you oh. can pick up some Nutmaster and cream betweens and uh let the in you innuendos fly ad nauseum all right uh this next one is, wow, it is a big thing, and it actually looks like pine salt, but, uh, you know, maybe you can't find the Gatorade, but you really need to, uh, you know, get those electrolytes. Well, pick up Energade. Gatorade. Energade is better. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there's already a generic platform, and I mean, it's not even so generic. It would just be a preference one. But same thing, it's your Coke versus Pepsi company. You know, you got Gatorade, which I believe is bottled. I could be wrong. Could Is bottled by the Pepsi Corporation and everything. And then Powerade is the Coca-Cola Corporation. So right. very similar products. I would definitely, again, I like Gatorade, but I'll drink a Powerade if I've got to. It's not a bad alternative. But Integrade? Not no. so much. It, no, I've already got two choices here. I don't need a third. Thanks. Well, and again, looking at the picture, if there was no label on this, I figured it would be a bottle of Pine Sol. <laughs> Does not look appetizing. All oh, right. I can't. I couldn't imagine it tasting great. By no means. All right. This next one is for our uh, Girl Scout cookie fans, and maybe you know the the five seven dollars they charge for Girl Scout cookies is a little too much for your budget. Well, for ninety five cents, you can pick up. Thick mints, not thin mints, thick mints. No, that's just a hard no for me. There's just something about Girl Scout cookies, man. They have their distinct formula and they taste a certain way. They nail you're gonna it be every able time. to tell. Yeah, you're gonna tell it's a generic knockoff. Like just support your local Girl Scout troop when they do it because it's one of those things you can't get all the time. So it's nice. You want to stock up. And pile up or come to my house. I have three boxes that are unopened that I'll probably never eat. Ooh, you might have to bring those out with you. Yeah, just I, saying. I'll bring, I'll, I'll bring them because they're not getting eaten. Because this guy just supported his niece, and I supported a a nice little Girl Scout girl on the way out of the grocery store. She was no one was buying from her, so I bought oh. a box. Well, that was nice of you. Though. Yeah. All right, folks, and as we head into the break, this last one is. About as big of a ripoff, and I would assume they got a cease and desist letter, complete with mascot that looks about as wonky as you could get. Forget those peanut M&Ms. Pick up a pack of peanut H&H. 
please stick with M&M's. There's no, there's no way you're ever going to top an original classic. Yeah. And you guys, can't, can't. you guys got to see the pictures of these. I, we can't make this <laughs> I up. can't wait to see them on the page, man. <laughs> Head over to the Christian Phoenix Facebook page. Folks, when we come back, we are going to be talking about twisted movie synopsises, synopsises, whatever it may be. Don't go synopsis. anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, July 14th. Now we have a a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line called the Phoenix Line where we want you guys, the listeners, the viewers, the watchers, to call in about any topic. Maybe you want to chime in on our call-in topic from last segment uh, about the worst knockoff foods that uh, you've ever come across. Or it could be about anything whatsoever. Maybe it was a late night, you got a little tipsy, you want to call somebody but not quite sure who to call give us a call. That number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alpha numerically impaired. Keep it entertaining. We'll put those together and put them out in a future show. Now in this next segment, uh, you know, Tony and I are big movie buffs. Uh, We love, you know, pop culture and, and cult classics and things along those lines. And came across a list where a, uh, a filmmaker asked people to describe their favorite movie as boring or twisted as possible. So I'm going to run through these and uh, see if Tony can guess the movie that's being described. Are Ooh, you, I like it. Are you ready, Tone? Oh, I'm hecka ready. All right, let me get my... Why did I censor hecka if this has come from the guy that dropped the S-bomb twice? I'm hella ready. <laughs> there you Bring go. It. There you go. All right. First one, this one, we're going to start a little tough on this one. All right. Here's the synopsis. Transported to a surreal landscape, a young girl kills the first person she meets and then teams up with three strangers to kill again. Mmm, the Hunger Games. The Wizard of Oz. Ooh, that's twisted. That is twisted, <laughs> Ooh, huh? What a twist. You're right. Okay. You're right. All right. That isn't that hard. But now the you, cream of the crop. Now, yeah. you, now you've got a feeling for it, so maybe you I can get this feel, next okay. one. Should be a little bit easier. All right. Here's the synopsis. Guy finds a ring, and his nephew returns it to the factory. <laughs> Guy finds the ring, okay? He, uh, I'll give you a hint. It is one of your most prominent impressions mild paralysis lord of the rings bingo yes <laughs> that makes sense i wanted to say it was lord of the rings but the nephew like the factory i was it got my brain doing something else yeah M- mordor is the factory okay <laughs> all right uh, let's see if you can get this one tone old lady tells a story about a boat on a different oh. boat titanic bingo (laughs) and uh again for those of you who are too young to remember vhs tapes uh titanic came out when it was on home release it had two separate vhs tapes that in the middle of the movie you had to get up take one out put the next one in you remember that yeah 
Rose, you're so stupid, Rose. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Tony, this is one of our favorite of all time. Here's the synopsis. Professor skips office hours to find a misplaced box. <laughs> okay. Uh, professor skips office hours to find a misplaced box. Oh, man. I, you're, when I know it, I'm going to go like, oh, that's right. Yes, I you will. On that one. You don't know. No time for love, Dr. Jones. Ah! Dr. Jones! Hold on, lady. We go for one. <laughs> to be fair, it was actually Raiders of the Lost Ark. The one we're referencing is Temple of Doom, but we are movie geeks like that, so don't hold us against it. Don't hold no. it against us, however that goes. However. This next one, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's one of my favorites. It's a comedy icon of movies. A bunch of knights look for a cup, and none of them have horses. Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It is. Now, have you seen that tone? Never seen it. Ooh. It's one of those random, shocking movies I have not seen. I grew up a Monty Python fan. It was, you know, Monty Python's Flying Circus. We watched it, you know, family-wide. Life of Brian is one of the best movies out there. Um, Holy Grail's good. Oh, what's the other one? Oh, The Meaning of Life, another great yeah, Monty that, Python that's, movie. I was going to say, that was the popular one, right? That and The Holy Grail, those are the two big ones. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, this next one is actually a movie that uh, we introduced the boys to two nights ago. I have no doubt you're going to get this. The synopsis is confectionery manufacturer makes billions by duping people into buying his products for an opportunity to visit his factory, which breaks numerous labor and safety laws. <laughs> that would be, uh, you could either call it Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So. Exactly. Uh, one of the fan theories for that is, uh, you ever see the movie Cabin in the Woods, Tone? A uh, long time ago. So Cabin in the Woods is uh, where these group of teenagers who fall into certain archetypes are sacrificed so that the planet can keep existing. And somebody mentioned that that was sort of the case with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And if you look back on it, it kind of fits. That's a cra it's crazy to think like that because there was a lot going on in that factory. There's a lot of crazy stuff. And it was a pretty dark movie, too. It was. Even the Tim Burton one, it had its dark moments. Yeah. I can't watch the Tim Burton one. It's uh, No? No. Daddy, I want his squirrel. No, just any squirrel. I want that squirrel. You know, it, that was one of those where it was called what the original uh, Roald Dahl book was, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but the movie was more about Willy Wonka and his past than it was Charlie. So, But that's my right. complaint with that one. All yeah, right. I could see that. Right. That was a weird... Actually, thinking back, it was kind of a weird movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's another one of our all-time favorites and a movie that Tony references pretty much on a daily basis. Here's the synopsis. Man turns off alarm clock 3,176 times. <laughs> Groundhog Day. Bingo. What's great is no one's really caught on to that in my email thread. Every day here's Bill Murray and the Groundhog. Every oh, day, I love. I don't that know movie. if they get. I don't know if they get annoyed with that email signature. Like it's right before 
my name's on there, but mm. that's like a little graphic I put in every night. That's funny. Uh, Groundhog yeah. Day is so before we had all the streaming services, you know, HBO was the first like premium cable subscription. It started out with just one channel, then went to HBO 2 and, and all of that, but they would often play the same movies over and over and over again until it ran its course. And I remember Groundhog Day was one of those movies that they would play over and over and over again about a movie where the day takes place over and over and over again. And I ended up getting sick of that movie for a while, swore it off for about 10 years, came back to it as good as ever. It's great. I was going to say, yeah, there's a new show on Hulu, uh, Palm Springs with Andy Samberg. I heard it's about that. Yeah. Like a, I've, I haven't seen it. I've seen trailers for it. And it's, it's apparently like Groundhog Day where they keep reliving the same day over and over. But uh, Interesting. That, yeah. Very cool. That's, All right. That almost feels like my life at times. Yep. Yep. But that's okay. It's all right. Life goes it's on. It's a good life. I ain't complaining. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This next one is a tough one, but as soon as you know what movie it is, it'll make a little more sense. Here's the synopsis. A political confrontation ensues after a structural flaw is discovered in a government building. Oh, that is going to be Star Wars. A New Hope. Oh, nailed it, Tone. What was it? Structural flaw that, uh, yeah, it was the structural flaw. Yeah. The way he did it, it was like, okay, government. Okay. Building structural. And then I just pictured Luke Skywalker, like going on and taking out the death star. So yeah. <laughs> oh, here's one that makes sense for, uh, especially when school was in session and, uh, kids were forced to homeschool the synopsis husband loses patience with his family at an all inclusive winter resort. Oof. That well, I was gonna say vacation until nope. you said the winter. Uh, Just think uh, out near where you're at, very famous oh, building. The Shining, The Shining, The Shining. Exactly. All right. Because I was picturing the scene where Chevy Chase was losing his uh, stuff out at Wally oh, yeah. World, <laughs> <laughs> like when he has his meltdown in the in that car. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's see, we got about a minute left. We can fit a few more in. Uh, some, some rich dude buys an island and puts old dinosaurs on it. Ah, Sorry, Jurassic old lizards. Park. Nah, I ruined that one. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lizards would have worked. <laughs> Said dinosaurs and I had Jurassic Park. <laughs> How about old man ties a few balloons to his house to commemorate his late wife? Ooh, that's a good one. Um... Damn, I don't, I don't know on that one. That would probably be, really easy. That would be Up, the Pixar movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> when you said balloons, I thought Pennywise for a second. Oh. It's not that, yeah. All right, and then uh, finally, as we head into the break, let's see if we can get this one tone. A grandfather reads to his grandson while he's homesick, as he wished. Oh, the Princess Bride. Nailed it. All right, folks. That does it for Twisted or Boring Movie Synopsises. Tony did a good job with that one. When we come back, we have This Day in History, and sadly, it is the last segment of the show, but we've got more for you tomorrow. Stay tuned. We'll see you guys in just a few.
Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, July 14th. Now, it is our first day back, but sadly, we've reached the end of the show. We are into our final segment. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the Shows and Podcast link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. You can get audio and video there. Or head over to wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Deezer, Geezer, Gozer, whatever it may be, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe so you always have the latest episode. Leave a review so that way we know how you think or what you think. And as always, Tony. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Well, being that it is the last segment of the show, Ryan is still out for the rest of this week, so I'm going to go ahead and take us through this day in history. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history with your correspondent on the beat, Ryan Wink. All right. Those who are of French descent will know today, in 1789, was Bastille Day. The French Revolution begins with the fall of the Bastille Prison. And not that awful Bastille song. Oh, I thought you meant the band. Yeah. Bastille. (laughs) All this bad blood here. Why don't you let it go? (laughs) I like how your French is uh, awfully close to Austrian. It is Austrian. <laughs> it is Bastille. <laughs> I didn't know Bastille was French. It is. Oh, oh, oh. oh we win. On this bad blood here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. This day in 1853, one of the most popular U.S. presidents, Franklin Pierce, who remembers Franklin Pierce, opens the World's Fair, an expedition. Ex- oh, wow. I got through the whole show without many screw ups. Here no, we are you at did the really end. good for our first day back. Really I did. Good. Let's start that again. 1853, U.S. President Franklin Pierce opens the World's Fair, an exhibition of the industry of all nations in New York. And uh, they followed it, I want to say, once every four years or ten years. I don't quite recall. Hmm. I don't recall either. Yeah, that is drawing blank here. <laughs> Well, with that, let's move on. Uh, 1870, this day, the United States Congress grants Mary Todd Lincoln, the wife of, obviously, uh, assassinated President uh, Abraham Lincoln, a life pension in the amount of $3,000 a year, which I don't know what that translates to back in 1870, but I would imagine it was a pretty good chunk of change. Would you say she's Abraham Lincoln? Not the one I meant to push. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this on the beat with Ryan Wing. <laughs> I punched it. It's the first just day like back. Ryan would do. Yeah. All right. Let's move into the 1900s. This day in 1914, Robert Goddard is granted the first patent for liquid fueled rocket design, which obviously, uh, you know, it wasn't until the 1960s where that was taken to propel people into space. No, I'm right then. All right, let's see. All right, all right, eh? Scrolling on through, the problem is when you go through like the nineteen late thirties, early forties, it's all 
World War II stuff and kind of depressing, so not a whole lot of fun. Right. Here's a book that uh, should be commonplace now. was published in 1946. Dr. Benjamin Spock's... Hold on, let's see if I can do it. There it is. Dr. Benjamin Spock's Common Sense Book of Baby and Child Care is published. Apparently, uh, there is no such thing as common sense in child care, at least with a lot of people, based on how a lot of these kids are being raised. Right. I, I just, all I got out of that was breaking Benjamin Spock. <laughs> You're so called trackies. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> you have to be watching to understand what that last part was. Yeah. Because I, I, I have no idea. All right, this day in 1951, the first color talic, well, the first, words are hard, I'm telling you. The first color telecast of a sporting event was aired. It was on CBS, and it was a horse race. Okay. So you would want the first color one to be, at least in the 1950s, probably baseball, because that was the biggest sport of the time. But, uh, hey, maybe they were just trying it out on the horse races. Yeah, giving it a shot. Giving it a gallop. Ah, there you go. See, without uh, Ryan here, I'm, I'm not as quick to the uh No, to the well, I don't drop too many of them, so. <laughs> Here's one that hits a little close to home, quite literally, in 1962. The U.S. performs a nuclear test at the Nevada test site. And that's where you get all of that old footage of uh, nuclear bombs blowing up buildings and mannequins and is actually quite terrifying. No, it is, to, even to this day. I didn't know that was done in Nevada, though. It was. I mean, now, it, doesn't, it doesn't really surprise me. but uh... And it was somewhere in between Las Vegas and Reno, so there weren't a lot of people around. But, you know, there's uh, we, we know what the fallout of that is, quite literally. Yeah. Area 51, Area 51, the bunker, the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of baseball, this day in 1968, Braves' Hank Aaron hits his 500th home run off of San Francisco giant Mike McCormick. And uh, Hank Aaron was the all-time home run leader for pretty much ever until I think it was the whole uh, Barry Bond, Sammy Sosa race, right? Yeah. That was uh, he held it a long time, and then they had the uh, the big home run record. Well, McGuire broke that. Um, it was McGuire and Sosa that had that That's run in '98, right, yeah. and then Barry Bonds ended up beating it years later. And I think Sosa was also in the run with that one, but that wasn't as fun because no one liked Barry Bonds because he was such a jerk that they didn't appreciate the you know the the the. Uh, Lost out of at a loss for words on that. Um, you know, he's at you know the height, the popularity of that, you know. Yeah, and I, I believe that both the Barry Bonds and the Sammy Sosa records have asterisks next to them because they found that they were using uh, um, performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, you know, and what's weird is they they still honor those records and they won't let them into the Hall of Fame and stuff, but you know, at the time, the the stuff they were using weren't actually banned substances. So right. and it's kind of, it's kind of on that. Yeah. And to me, it's kind of on the MLB for that. Like you shouldn't punish something that wasn't banned at the time. Like I get today, if you had that and it was a banned thing, absolutely. You don't honor that. But 
you have you have these guys that you know that were good hitters without it ahead of time like in their early days they were hitting dingers and uh you know long bombs before they used the creatine and all that other stuff mm-hmm. but uh i don't know it's, it's kind of sad because at that point they should just not even honor those records if that's the case i agree i agree all right moving on this day in 1973 the everly brothers broke up when phil everly storms off a stage declaring an end to the band that's one way to uh, break up a band. Make yeah, it as was, public were they as possible. The ones that sang, were they the ones that sing Dreams? Like, that's the only song I knew from them. Not, that could have been the Isley Brothers, too. Yeah, not a know. big Everly Brothers fan, so couldn't tell you. But uh, if you guys know, go ahead and chime in on our Facebook page or call the Phoenix Line. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's uh, one that I know you'll appreciate this day in 1983. Mario Brothers, not Super Mario Brothers, but Mario Brothers is first released by Nintendo in Japan as an arcade game about an Italian-American plumber. Woohoo! Yeehoo! That was before Charles did the voice of that. Uh, yeah, I, Super Mario Brothers, it's still the same exact game. The arc, Or was this the uh, just Mario Brothers? This was just Mario, where it was uh, basically the different levels, and you had Mario versus Luigi, and it was more of a competition oh, and they, game. You would, yeah, you hit the little animals or the little critters that came out of the pipe. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. But without that, we wouldn't have gotten Super Mario Brothers. So. No, that's true. Great, great game. All right, let's move on. This day in 1986, Motley Crue's Vince Neil begins a 30-day sentence for vehicular manslaughter uh, by killing his best friend in his Ferrari. Ferrari? Yeah, it was Lamborghini. R- Razzle. It was yeah. Razzle, yeah. Uh, from Hanoi Rocks. Um, you know, I kind of feel like they should have done on Netflix. They kind of missed the ball, like on the movie The Dirt. Like, I think The Dirt was a good movie, for Netflix, but I wish it would have been like a series, like just a limited run series of the life of Motley Crue and really detailed all that. I felt like so much of that was rushed, but that scene was in the movie though. It was, I agree. I think it would have been a better series or at least mini series as opposed to just a 90 minute movie that skipped over a lot of things. Oh, absolutely. I wish it would have covered their whole career from beginning to end, maybe like a, uh, you know, eight, eight to ten episode run one season yeah. is all you need yep all right this day in 2008 the dark knight directed by christopher nolan starring christian bale and heath leisure premieres in new york probably the best of the dark knight series and with mm-hmm. about 50 seconds left let's go ahead and talk about some of the holidays for day today today is national mac and cheese day something that i plan on partaking in and then something that should be every day not just one day of the year we're talking Shark Awareness Day. You always want to be aware Ooh. of the sharks. You, you got to be aware of the sharks, and they're not just in the water. They're at work looking for your job. You always got to be aware. Sharks, <laughs> they're everywhere. Well, folks, that does it for our first show back after a week off. Hopefully, you'll join us tomorrow for a Wednesday show. We're going to have some more fun, and we will see you then. Have a great day, everybody. Later. Later.